0: Hey everyone, welcome to Fumbling Hobbyist, where we explore adventures and misadventures in spare time. I'm Sarah Gallagher, your host, and today we're going to talk about camping. So, uh, preface here, my son is 10 months old and he's never been camping, so we've taken my daughter camping, but not my son, Um, and this summer we are hoping to take them both camping several times the first time being this weekend. So I'm standing here right now in my living room, surrounded by camping stuff, trying to figure out, first of all, if this is going to fit in our car, and secondly, if we really need all this stuff. I'm really just very curious about how this works with multiple children. You know, and I'm one of four kids, so I don't really remember my parents having this quantity of stuff for the four of us. I remember us going camping in our sedan with six people. You know, you shoved six people in the the car part and then put all the stuff you needed in the trunk and we went for a weekend, like not a super long time, but we went for a couple of days. And I have two children and a minivan and I'm not sure it's gonna fit. So, I'm thinking this is a change of times, not a change of needs, necessarily. Granted, I don't really remember going camping as a child when any of us kids were babies. I remember going when probably my youngest sister was, you know, about kindergarten age, give or take, at the youngest. So, this is going to be super fun. If you have any insight for me about how to go camping with multiple small children without taking one's entire house, I would really, really, really love some tips. Please feel free to shoot me an email at fumblinghobbyist at gmail.com or leave me a message or a comment or a post on the Fumbling Hobbyist Facebook page and help me figure out what of all this stuff I actually need. Meanwhile, I was looking at the weather for this weekend and it's supposed to be about 90 degrees where we are camping as a high and in the high 60s as a low. So at least we're not going to need any sort of winter gear or winter clothing. That will be pretty amazing. Yeah, it'll be pretty fun to just have summer weather and be outside all day. We're going to take our kayaks. So we're going to go kayaking, I'm hoping. I'm hoping we're going to take both kids kayaking. We talked about this earlier this spring and into the winter, and we thought about buying a kid's kayak for our elder child, and we thought about buying a tandem kayak so that um, my husband and my daughter could be in a tandem kayak, and then the baby and I could be in the other kayak, And we just, like, as little as we use the kayaks, we just couldn't justify it. We didn't want to buy a super cheap one, even though our kayaks are super cheap. I just don't think we're going to use them enough to really warrant that kind of investment. So we're sticking with our two single kayaks, which, by the way, I purchased at a garage sale for about $120 altogether. So they are really low-end kayaks, but they're perfect for us because they don't tip over. And we are in no way expert kayakers. So last time we were kayaking was actually two summers ago before I was pregnant with our second child. And we just had Elizabeth, who was at that time almost three, maybe just barely three, she was sitting sort of between my knees. And she was wearing her puddle jumper, which if you're not familiar with this, it's actually a Coast Guard rated flotation device but a lot of kids use them in the swimming pool to stay afloat so it looks like a swimming pool toy but it's actually a rated life jacket which is great so she was with me in my kayak and my husband had his own kayak so now that we have two kids i'm thinking we're gonna put the baby in my husband's kayak with him and he will kind of sit in between my husband's knees and elizabeth our older child will sit in between my knees i'll let you know how it goes I think it'll be fine, but at some point we probably will need a different kayaking solution if all four of us continue to enjoy this sport. We also are taking our bicycles. I'm super excited about this, not necessarily because I'm super excited about bicycling, although in some senses I am, but because we got a hitch on our van and we have this super cool bike rack that swings out from the van so that we can open the back of the van without taking the bike rack off. I didn't know this was a thing until I showed up at the shop to get the hitch installed and started looking at their displays of bike racks, and they had this really neat thing. And it's so easy to use. It's heavy, so I can put it on the van and take it back off, but it's really better if my husband does that. Once it's on, it is really easy to tighten up and get the bikes on and get ready to go and off we go. And then when we get where we're going, we can just swing it out and it can swing out away from the car in such a way that you can do it even fully loaded with the bikes on it. I don't need to take the bikes off necessarily to get into the back of the van. So (laughs) being kind of a nerd about organization and storage, I am really excited about trying out this bike rack and seeing how that works and what we really like about it, and hopefully we really love it. I will report back how this whole camping trip goes and see what we're going to improve upon next time we camp this summer and what went, you know, superbly well. Hopefully the whole thing goes superbly well. One of the things that I'm curious about here as I'm packing is... We're going for three nights, so we're going to camp for three nights. We're going to be at this state park where there's a nice little lake, obviously, for the kayaks and trails and whatnot, but usually when we go camping, we go for one night or two nights, and this time we're going for three nights, which brings us a whole new level of challenges when it comes to keeping food cold because we tent camp, so we're going to have a tent. In fact, we're going to have a couple of tents. I'm not entirely convinced that we are not going to get food poisoning from uh, the food, so we're going to try to see if we can keep it cold in our Yeti cooler, which is brand new for us, And if you have a Yeti cooler or if you've heard anything neat about Yeti coolers or have any experience with them, I would really like some feedback on the best way to utilize this tool and see how we can keep our food cold for three full days. I'm really hoping that the Yeti cooler makes it possible. One time when we were camping a few years ago, we did not have a Yeti cooler. We just had an Igloo, I think, brand cooler. And nothing against Igloo. It did exactly what it was marketed to do. It did not fail us at all. But we all ended up with food poisoning. And I'm pretty sure it's because the bacon didn't stay cold enough. But it was a rough day for everybody in the group. So I'm hoping that this Yeti cooler will keep our bacon at an edible temperature rather than allowing it to get too warm. And you know what? Worst case scenario, we can go into town and buy more ice and we can also go into town and eat out if our food all spoils and we have to do that. But I will let you know about the Yeti cooler, the bike rack, and the kayaking adventures with two children in single kayaks. So until next time... Enjoy your fumbling hobbies and have a great week and we'll look forward to seeing you back here on Fumbling Hobbyist.